calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Welcome to Story Smack. This is Story Smack, a podcast about stories and storytellers in the world of pop culture. My name is A. Kovacs, audiobook narrator and founding partner at Empty Set Entertainment. And my name is Scott Sigler. And at this moment, I am not a best-selling author, but rather I am a bass player. Hey. <laughs> Technically, you're still both. Yes. Well, those are, those are details. Just simple details. That is all. But uh, Scott says that because today we have a guest in the Empty Set studio. Joining us is Evan Diamond, band leader of Evan Diamond and the Library, for whom Scott plays bass. Welcome, Evan. Thanks for having me. This is exciting. Uh, Story Smack is our podcast about stories and storytellers, as A said, in the world of pop culture. Since Evan writes all the songs for our band, and since every song has a story behind it, we thought we would have you in to give us some insight on how this process actually works. And of course to pimp out the holy hell out of her brand new EP, Intersections, because capitalism. And also, yes. also, Evan is here to make a huge, huge announcement. Oh, is that huge. So? Oh, yes. is that so? That is Evan, correct. Evan, do you have a huge announcement? Yeah, I do have a pretty big announcement. Uh, the guys and I were going to be playing Sieglerfest Yay! 2018 yeah. in Las Vegas, which is going to be absolutely radical. It's going to be nuts. Yeah. It's going to be nuts. Yeah, absolutely. So if you guys are listening and you have registered for Sieglerfest or heard us talking about Sieglerfest and we keep saying Thursday night, the game has changed. Thursday night, the game has changed. We're not going to go to the movies. We're not going to go to the movies because Evan Diamond in the library is going to be playing a show for us. Yes. Woo! Yes. We will. So that's a Thursday, uh, November. I'm sorry. Thursday, October 6th. Okay. And uh, it'll be in the evening. So you have to get there. Hopefully get there by five-ish if you can. Obviously, you're welcome whenever you arrive. But don't miss this. It's super cool. And if you haven't signed up for Sigler Fest yet, what more could you possibly want? But to see me rocking out on stage in my assless chaps and neon spandex top. Well, okay, let's yes. back up a moment. I know that you guys are changing up your style a little bit, but I'm pretty sure assless no, chaps, assless chaps. nobody wants to see that. There's oh. literally nobody who wants to see that. And your folks are going to be there. Well, I, but I work hard on, on myself. Why, why wouldn't I want to wear that lovely outfit? See, you got me so, so flustered by that. I totally even got the date wrong. It's Thursday the 4th, not Thursday <laughs> the 6th. Thursday, sure, so Thursday, Thursday the 4th. Thursday the 4th. Yeah, Thursday so, the 4th. We'll go over all this many times. I am sure we're going to get people saying, oh, I, can you move it to Friday? Because it won't be there until Friday. No, we cannot. It is Thursday the 4th. That is the concert. Mm -hmm. That is the rock show. Yeah. So hopefully you can get there by then. Uh, what we're going to do today is play all five songs oh, from, yes, play all five songs from the Intersection EP. So you can hear just what kind of music uh, we will be rocking out for you at Siglervest 2K18. Uh, a live rock show. Evan, how, do you know any other authors who have a live rock show for their diehard fans in Vegas? 
I, you know, I don't. I always wanted to be an author. And ah. I would write the first chapter of my book and then decide that it was stupid and <laughs> give it up. So I have those drafts. But other than my failed attempts, you are the only one. There you go. There you so. go. Well, that fits your style because you, you tell very short stories, which is perfect. Well, for a song. I was actually exactly. just thinking that. Are there any of the, of the, the stories you started, the books you started that became songs? Yeah, definitely. Um, there's songs that are also not even on the EP that are like my attempts at, at drawing because I decided to be artsy in that <laughs> way, which doesn't, you know, translate for me. I'm, I'm a word person, but I would write quotes by these like portraits that I would draw. And that's how I wrote uh, the song Truman. Oh, oh cool. fabulous. Fabulous. And we'll hear Truman, right? What's that? I think we'll hear No, Truman's not on the EP. Oh, oh right. But it Only might, on the EP, right. It might be played at Siglifest. It might yes. be. Oh, it will be. It, Truman rocks out. I do love out. Truman. It will be, yeah. it'll be played at Siglifest. Uh, so first, I think we should probably start with uh, Evan, you telling the junkies a little bit about where they can find you online and your social media, since a lot of them are not local to us. Yeah, for sure. Um, the best place to find all of our social media is on the website evandiamondmusic.com mm -hmm. and it's spelled E-V-A-N, not E-V-E-N. I get that a lot. Um, that has links to Instagram, which is Evan Diamond Music, SoundCloud, Evan Diamond Music. We have YouTube, all, all that stuff can mm -hmm. be found through the website. Um, and basically we also have our first single, Intersections, which is the title track off the EP. Mm -hmm. And that's available anywhere that you listen to music whether that's iTunes, Apple Music, Spotify, anywhere. We've got it covered. Yeah. We've got it covered. So, all uh, right, cool. Well, we're going to get into this. Uh, on the one hand, I'm, I'm a trained journalist. Mm. I'm a trained observer of the human condition Ooh. with a fancy degree in everything. So I'm a degree in human condition. I do. Human in human conditioning. Yes. Oh, okay. Well, that's, I'm pretty sure we know, we both know you well enough to know that's probably not true. Well, no, but it is true. It is true. I'm a trained journalist. So I'm, I'm, intensely objective on all fronts. On the other hand, I'm completely biased because I'm in your damn band. So, so as you're listening to this buyer, beware, if I have praise, you know, take that in consideration. The first song on the EP is called bad guy. And it's got uh, what you would not usually expect from a rock song, like a real spaghetti Western feel to it. Exactly. But with more rock. Yeah. Uh, what was this Clint Eastwoody vibe for this song planned from the beginning? No, this actually was a song that I just, I, it was a very quick song for me to write. Mm -hmm. Um, it had some revisions in it, of course. Um, and it wasn't until I decided while I was showing my parents, um, some of the songs that I've written and I just threw this one in there because I was like, eh, this song's kind of lame. Like, what do I, what do I know? <laughs> and they loved it. And then my mom, who is, she was a teacher and is super creative. She brought up a couple little lines about like the, the imagery behind like this mask, cool. not mass man, but this like, uh, what is it? Like Rocky and Bullwinkle kind of tied to the, the, the railroad track mm -hmm. guy mm -hmm. with his mustache and his top hat. The second you said, yes, yeah, exactly. the second you said uh, Rocky and Bullwinkle, I, yeah. I thought twirling mustaches. So yes, exactly. That's a great image. And, and you, you knew the name. I could not remember <laughs> the name. Um, but those lines in the bridge, which you'll hear were 
um, because we had this brainstorming session of how do we want to convey mm-hmm. this evil kind of guy that's in a spaghetti Western. And, um, yeah, it just transformed from being this song that I wasn't really sure about because it has three chords and I was like, mm-hmm. this is easy song to quite, quite honestly, my favorite song on, on the, EP. Oh, cool. And this is one of the first songs yours that drew me into your music too. It's like, mm-hmm. it just it, three chords, but that's also every song by ACDC ever. It's yeah. the same three chords actually for the most part. Yeah. So that, that doesn't really matter uh, that, that it's simple, but it's, it's excellent. And yeah. uh, maybe we should listen. To we're going to listen to that bad guy right now. Here we go with bad guy.
ready to scream. That was Bad Guy. I still like that song. It's a very good song. And I love, actually, this is a little bit, it's not really a spoiler, but this is one of my favorite things about looking at the EP. There's intersections, there's bad guy. You have no idea. Like, those are easily imprintable, good, bad, or ugly. Like, your own, I I could be the bad guy. I could be thinking about a bad guy. Mm-hmm. Intersection could be something that happened to me or something that I'm headed to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of like that. I looked at the, you had a show on Friday night, and, and I went, and I was uh, looking at the, the back of this EP, mm-hmm. like, that's kind of, I never really thought about that before because yeah. it, it unfolds during a show. But when you look at them all together, that's so imprintable, which I think is so important. Like everybody has their favorite songs and in general, in, and a lot of those you tether to something some significant happening in your life or something like yeah. that. And I love that. That is totally, that is totally true for people about your music. Yeah, but I have exactly. no idea whether, what they think of when they, when they see the name bad guy, where I think of the story, cause I'm not in a place in the song. I mean, right. cause I'm not in a place in my life where I, I have a bad guy in my life, mm-hmm. but there's surely some people who love this song because it typifies and quantifies the jerk in their life or whatever. Oh, yeah. I love that about music. Yeah. To, to me, it's uh, every time I've heard it, it's when you have to do that you have to stand up and do that thing that's going to piss people off, but you have to do it to protect yourself and it's time to move on or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then in the eyes of many people, you are, you are the bad. Okay. Now I'm a bad guy for just taking care of myself. That's right. my perspective. Do you have any personal insight into it? Yeah. I mean, for me, um, as you guys have known me for a little while now, I'm a really sarcastic person. And, um, I do like to, I, you, you can kind of see with, with all the songs that there is a, a surface level and then there's an underneath that people can take any sort of, uh, thing away from it. But it was basically like, it's kind of like my Taylor Swift song. That's like, you know what? I'm just going to play the victim, (laughs) but I'm going to tell everybody I'm the bad guy. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, it's just, it was just like kind of a, a lame situation and wanting to turn it on its head and uh, make myself feel better well, about it. <laughs> I hope I hope that you did. The next song on the EP is called Intersections. Now, this was your first ever official release yeah. as a musician. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. So tell me how it felt to have worked so long on your music and had a studio, uh, a studio endeavor that didn't go well and got scrapped. And now here you are finally. So this, after all these years, all this time, all this writing, all this playing, because Evan plays an enormous amount of shows every month. After all this time, you finally get a single out. How did that feel to you? It was incredibly rewarding. Um, this, this whole process, I love, I love music with all my heart and it's the only thing that really makes me happy. Mm -hmm. Um, but it was so stressful to, as you said, go through a recording process that didn't work out. And honestly, it took about two years to get this EP done. Mm -hmm. And so to, to see coming from Canada and not knowing anything about music and, and not knowing what to do, going through all this, this stuff with, with music that, here's the thing I can go on iTunes and I can look at my song and it's like, whoa, yeah. we did it. It's pretty, it's a, it's a very similar feeling to seeing your, your a book in Amazon for the exactly. first time. And it's funny you say that because when I was just listening to you now, I, I often, uh, I'm the one who gets the contact us email from our website. So if people have a question or a concern or whatever, and one of the things that comes up a lot is 
are people who want a continuation of a novel or something that's out and exists Mm -hmm. and they're like or they want a different voice on an audiobook or something like that and they're like come on you can do this and like oh oh lord it takes so much time (laughs) and so much work and so much heart and so much money to do that you just saying like come on knock this out next week is not at all how that works so when you said two years you know and I and I heard these songs many times and I love them and I totally understand that that whole process would have taken two years, but it also broke my heart a tiny bit because it's so much work <laughs> oh, and people yeah. consume it in two minutes. And then like, oh, yeah. I want more. I want more. Exactly. <laughs> like so many of my friends, they're like, okay, so when's the next, the next one coming out? <laughs> or there's a song on that we play that isn't on the EP. And like Truman. Like, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they're like, okay, but when's the full album coming out? And I'm yeah. like, listen. <laughs> well, and it's a lovely thing for you. For, I, I imagine for you guys as both as creators, that's a, it's sort of a, it, it's a double-edged thing, right? It's mm-hmm. really lovely that they're so anxious to hear more based yeah. on what you've provided. Exactly. It's also, oh my goodness, that's so much work. You have no I know. Yes. yes. Well, let's, uh, you, you mentioned you're from Canada. Yes. Wait, should we listen to intersections? That, I'm, Trying to get oh, to sorry, yes, sorry, yes. sorry. You go. Well, you know, we have to deal with our our national enemy. Oh in the Lord! House oh Lord! Right now, there's a trade war afoot. A, I mean, there's not a trade war. None of that is true. We've got bad deals. There's I a trade war. The only bad deal is that we haven't heard intersections yet. Okay, well, we'll fix that. We'll fix that one right now. We'll play intersections, and we'll come back and uh, ask you about um, coming from Canada. So here is intersections.
So that was Intersections. It's an awesome, it's a jam. It's a jam. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. Uh, Evan, you mentioned you are Canadian. Yes. Yes. Thankfully. And, <laughs> and technically, hey, you mentioned she National Pride's great, wherever you're from. Oh, yeah. So no. tell us a little bit. You guys made the decision to come from Canada so you could pursue your music. Is that right? Yeah. Um, we we actually started coming down because I rode horses, but then my dad moved down here for work. My mom moved with him, and I went to university mm-hmm. in Alberta, uh, U of A, anybody is from Edmonton. Um, go Oilers. And <laughs> I was going to be a vet. Um, I took one year and hated it. <laughs> oh, I right? mean, stay in school for sure, <laughs> but it was not for me. So I, I went over Christmas break, I guess, came here mm-hmm. to California and begged my parents to let me take a year off and pursue music. Mm-hmm. And it's been four years. So four years. Yeah. Yeah. I tried to go back to school for writing, but I was too busy. So too busy playing music. <laughs> okay. Yeah, a little yeah. bit. I never knew that. I did the same thing. Uh, in my 20th year, I begged my parents, like, can I do this? Can I move in again? And and maybe do just take, but I didn't have a, 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 I want to pursue music. I just had a, all of this is just wasting my time and money. I mean, and, yeah. uh, and, and interestingly, since I didn't have a, let me take some time off to try this. I went back six months later, but I had sort of found like, oh, well, I definitely do not want to bartend my whole life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I will pursue these things I am interested in. And, yeah. th- and I ended up actually getting those degrees that I took six months off to find. But I've, I yeah. didn't know that about you. That's cool. Yeah. Did you get a human conditioning degree? I was going to ask. I yeah. didn't. I didn't. I got, oh. I got a theater degree and a chemistry degree. because those you, know, you can condition a lot of people with chemistry. Yeah. And those are those majors overlap quite a whole lot. <laughs> I'm sure they do. I'm sure they do. All right, the third song is uh, the third song in the EP is very summery. It's mm-hmm. kind of a beach rock track. It's yeah. pretty old school. It's called I'm Yours. Mm-hmm. Now, this is like that old Sesame Street thing. Three of these things are kind of the same thing. I don't remember how the damn song goes. As a musician, that's good. But this one sounds very different from the other four songs on the EP. So yeah. tell us about I'm Yours. Yeah, so it's definitely um, more more pop rock. Mm-hmm. Like, I guess like, what is it like beach boys meets early Beatles ish? I guess that's about right. Yeah. 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 So it's, it's just that summary down by the beach mm-hmm. hanging out. Um, 
on, on face value. That's, it just sounds like a love song about some person that doesn't know you exist and you're in love with them. But it's actually, um, if you really have the same brain as me, it's really <laughs> depressing. <laughs> no, but it's, it's unrequited love, love for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's so, it's so poppy and jaunty and it's oh, actually yeah. about a, it's a sad song in your yeah, opinion. And that's, it was definitely something that was inspired by the Beatles because they did have so many songs that were sad, but happy. Mm -hmm. They still sounded happy mm -hmm. and they left you with a feeling of like, okay, everything's all right. Even though if you really sit and think, okay, this, this person doesn't know that this, the, the protagonist mm -hmm. of the song exists, but they're still so in love with them that sucks for them, you know, yeah. and it's you sad. hear that often all the time you hear, you know, or we all think it probably, if I yeah. asked you, do you think love is a good or a bad thing? Mm -hmm. You'd probably say it's a good thing, right? But mm -hmm. in this case, in your protagonist's case, that's probably mostly true, but maybe a little bit not. So I like the yeah. sort of the- Until you set someone's mansion on fire, like Lisa left I Lopez once well, did. Well, I mean, uh -oh. yeah. yes. Yes. Fair. Yes. So I think it, this would be awesome if you, if you go on to great success in the musical world, this will be one of the songs that gets uh, bought for commercials. Uh -huh. And you'll see, you'll see happy people like, I'm yours, Running I'm yours. The boogie yeah. board away yeah. from the water. And completely missing the point of the song. But it doesn't yeah. matter if we're selling soft drinks, right? Oh, doesn't no. Matter. What if we're selling Chevys? That's fine. Okay. I don't think, yeah. I don't think Evan will judge based on who was writing the check. Hmm. If, if those things happen, you know, put your foot down. <laughs> yeah. Lockheed, Lockheed Grumman's like, can you, can we use your song to support our new warfighter? You might I don't know. think Lockheed Grumman is a thing. Lockheed Martin. <laughs> or Grumman. See, this is why I'm a trained journalist, because I get the facts. Exactly. I get the facts right. Before you get any more facts, right? Maybe we should listen to I'm Yours. <laughs> All right. Hopefully, this is I'm Yours.
that brings us up to the fourth song on the on the EP. You may be surprised by this because of my um, my unabashed love for the song "Bad Guy." I think "Stay" is now my favorite song on the EP. Oh wow! That is the song we're playing right now. Wow! To me, this one kind of combines kind of like a Fleetwood Mac vibe with some heavier pop rock elements, but not metal or hard rock. No, yeah. Tell us what "Stay" is about. "Stay" was another one. Um, it's funny that this whole EP was made up of songs, coincidentally, that were all very quick for me to write. Mm-hmm. Um, and stay, it's basically an anthem. You, you listen to it and, and it follows the storyline of somebody that was in love with someone that they, they realize isn't good for them anymore. And then as this, the song goes on, they gain the strength that they didn't have in the beginning. And mm-hmm. it starts out super vulnerable and, yeah, as, as I said, the song, it, it just builds until the big crescendo where our guitarist, John Coriano, um, just shreds, which is rad. <laughs> and you get this, in, in my head, this image of somebody standing over a crowd of people that's saying, you don't have to put up with somebody that doesn't treat you the way you deserve to be treated. Mm, I see. Yeah. Another kind of reverse meaning a little bit in the song. Yeah. Now you say when you write, you write a song quickly, do you doubt yourself? Like I wrote that too quick. It can't be good. I did not slave over this for two weeks. Yeah. Cause not, not every song is like instantaneous mm-hmm. or like a five minute song. Um, and a lot of them go through little revisions here and there. Um, but sometimes, yes, sometimes I think that I did not put enough thought into this song (laughs) and then I'll overthink it and I'll start putting in different little metaphors or, or imagery things that definitely don't need to be there. And I, I'm definitely one to put too many words Mm. in and over explain about that. Yes. Nothing about that. A little verbose in my work sometimes. This is true. That's (laughs) true. Uh, It's an interesting, this song is interesting to me and I, I'll bring it up with you guys, the creators for this discussion. Every time I hear stay live, um, it, it's, it's its own unique experience or it's, you know, it's part of the show and whatever. But when I listened to it on the EP, it reminded me of an Alanis Morissette song, not Mm -hmm. in sound, Mm -hmm. but in story. And I don't, I don't, and it was weird to me because that's not normally how it happens. Like normally you're like, oh, this reminds me of that one song. And you're actually talking about the sound of it. Mm-hmm. But there's an Alanis Morissette song, uh, also Canadian. I don't think that matters. They're related. Um, Probably. I, yeah, um, I know her. Um, I don't actually. But that would have been cool. That would have been pretty uh, ironic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but this one was is called That Particular Time. And it's, an, it's, a, it's a similar... It's a, it rem- it stay reminded me of that particular time in that regard where the song starts out like I'm here, I'm going to do anything I can to make this work. I'm all in. And it ends with like, you know, what? I'm going to do anything I can for my, like to protect myself. And, yeah. um, and that, that for me, that song is, um, much sadder song than, but I never even heard that until I listened to it, not in the live environment. Mm-hmm. And that occurred to me. And so then I thought it was quite interesting that you brought up the sort of the similar storyline. Yeah. It has so much energy. Mm-hmm. And it has energy for sure in the, in the recording too, but 
I think we were able to capture that vulnerability a lot in the recording studio. Yeah. Um, because now I'm at a point in my life where I'm already that person at the end of the song that's that understands that I don't deserve to be treated mm. poorly. Right. Um, another thing about my writing is I don't always write about myself, but this one was, um, as the, the last song on the EP as well, very personal, mm-hmm. like very much about struggles that I've gone through. And so I think it doesn't lose the vulnerability, but you can see the time difference from when we recorded and still that bit of doubt that I had in myself in recording to now knowing that, yeah, I do deserve mm-hmm. to be treated cool, just like I would treat someone else. And this one co-rushes live. This, uh, this one always just yeah. kills live. So again, if you guys are coming to Sigler Fest, oh, yeah. Yeah. October 4th through the 6th. Yeah. And, and the Evan Diamond and the Library show is uh, on Thursday, October 4th. A private rock show. A private rock. From your favorite author. With a bar. Yeah. With a bar. Mm-hmm. This is amazing. If you haven't seen Scott Shred, guys. Yeah. I mean, this song, epic, like guitar and bass line. Just it's wonderful. Like, be flames. Yeah, there, uh, will, there will be flames. The assless chaps are going to come back. Correct. I, mean, um, I, I feel like we should have a discussion. She asked for them you. now. Well, no, she, technically she didn't. She's, I'm just stating because you already said it. I'm just yeah. kind of going Flaming along with your assless point. chaps. We, we both oh, know yeah. you well enough to know if that is a thing you are going to do. We couldn't stop you even. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so we would like to. We would yeah. like to. Let's just be fair. We would like to. You should probably hear Stay. Yeah, let's hear Stay. Here we go with Stay. You are beautiful. You were mine Waste of time Just like a daisy Picked too soon Ending in my doom And I'll be lying, I'll be lying If I said that I don't miss you Cause I do But I only miss the one I thought I knew
That was State, the fourth song on the EP. Yay. And Evan, we've been having a band discussion, yes. uh, as bands often do, mm-hmm. about what, what genre are we? Mm-hmm. Are we rock? Are we pop rock? Are we indie? So that brings up, as we're heading to our final song, in your opinion, what do we sound like? It's a three-part question. It's like a quiz. Okay. It's brutal. I what, like quizzes. What do we sound like? Pop quiz. Who? There you go. Who are your influences? And do we sound like those influences? Three parts. Okay. So first, first part, um, my, my ADHD is kicking in and I'm like, which part of the question am I supposed to answer? Um, so I believe we probably fit best in pop rock. Okay. There are definitely so many influences in the music, especially because we're four people in the band. Mm -hmm. Um, even though I wrote the songs and came to them with you guys and, and we will be writing together in the future on, on new material, you guys coming up with your own music behind it. We're all coming from different backgrounds. Yeah. So it creates this absolutely lovely little melting pot of different genres and influences, um, that does fall mostly under pop rock, but we have like R and B and Scott, you're super metal. Mm-hmm. Um, metal, so yeah. yeah. Well, and I also think there's a, one of the things I really like about the library is the, um, so you're super, Scott is super metal, but you actually are, um, have a lot more of a female forward pop yeah. uh, icons and stuff. And, uh, mm-hmm. that I love because I don't think any of the shows I've like, I don't, I don't think in a million years if somebody came to an Evan Diamond show, which you can do at Sigler Fest on yes. October 4th, yeah. um, they would come away thinking like, gosh, she's so much like Demi Lovato or she's so much yeah. like Britney Spears, right? I mean, and, yeah. and yet that uh, that powerful vitality that they, even though they're, or Katy Perry or, or, or Pink even, that, mm-hmm. that strong... Um, ownership of that part of the stage and the song and everything that's totally there, even though the music is different. Yeah. And, uh, and so I like that. The, I, I imagine there's a pop undertone to your oh, yeah. musical history too. And For I love sure. that. Yeah. Um, I would love to be considered to be like Demi Lovato because her voice is just amazing. Yeah. <laughs> no, but, um, she is actually a big in- inspiration for me. Uh, she's actually kind of the reason that I became a musician, oh, cool. um, was, I always say is like as corny as that sounds. It's not corny. I know she was on Disney Channel, but she's freaking amazing. So, <laughs> if you don't listen to Demi Lovato, check yourself before we'll you wreck yourself. She's on uh, what? What is the talk show she does at night? She does impersonations of other artists. What? Uh, oh, yes, Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon. Look yeah. up. Look up Demi Lovato's clips with Jimmy yeah. Fallon on YouTube. Oh yeah, friggin' she yeah. amazing. And also, if there's amazing. anybody out there listening who thinks if they started on the Disney Channel, they should. Uh, they, they don't qualify as a true talent. Yeah. Uh, I would direct you to Justin Timberlake. Yes. Yeah. Or JT will, yeah. will fetch you a slap. Yeah. yeah. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. <laughs> um, so Demi Lovato is an influence. Yeah. And uh, a huge influence um, for me is Carol King. Okay. Um, as you'll, you'll find in the next song, what if when we get there, it's that's my Carol King song. It's Carol King song. Um, it, her storytelling is amazing and she's such a talented musician um and then also like the 1975 i know the guys um no one should be surprised anymore about how much i talk about the 1975 yes it's like oh you were listening to that thing what were you listening to obviously the 1975 Mm -hmm. 
I mean, it's just, it's just a fact. Um, and Katy Perry and the Beatles, um, I would say that our music kind of what I'm going for is like Katy Perry first album when it was definitely pop forward, but it, she rocked out. Mm -hmm. Like my, my favorite song off that album is self-inflicted and nobody really knows that song. I'm never going to get to see her perform it live, which is super sad, but, um, it's so, so rock same Mm -hmm. with like Demi Lovato's earlier stuff. It's like complete pop rock. And that's, it's just that melding of two of my favorite genres ever combining. And then your favorite, if you had uh, influential bands, you had favorite bands, what would they be? Scott? Uh, per- pertaining to this project nope. or just in general? You as a human. Uh, the, a lot of metal bands, a lot of 80s metal bands. Sure, but who? ACDC for sure. <clears throat> ACDC for sure. Uh, it goes all the way over to Pantera, Metallica, Dream Theater. Uh-huh. A lot of the guys were incredibly proficient at their instruments. Right. It's such a chip on my shoulder. And you're like, people like, metal's a bunch of crap. I'm like, dude, they can outplay their, they're better at their instrument than anything you've ever listened to in your entire life. And you give them no respect. So there was that whole angry young man scene. Now it's more in this moment, who's yeah. a huge influence on me in, uh, in multiple, multiple genres in my writing and in the music. Um, there's probably too many, too many to count. And one of the reasons that I specifically that I asked that question of you after you list after Evan listed her um, influences and her fate and people she admires is that if ever we're listening to music in the office and any eighties tune from any genre comes mm-hmm. on, you're singing along. But it starts where you go like, "Oh, that's my jam." Yep. And like that's every song, <laughs> almost every eighties pop song. And the interesting thing about that is every time you know you're asked. That question, who are your musical influences? It's this very heavy stuff and you know that super duper well, but it's less mainstream. And what I always find interesting is you can take on me with the best of them. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> and and you never list that. Even you though you, I think that's you spin me right round, baby. Right round. <laughs> but I actually think that's part of the melding of your style as a band is that you have old real old school influences for your type of musicianship, you know, your singer songwriter musicianship. And you have a lot more pop than you think about when I, you know, when you're immediately answering that question. When you look at, when you look at a lot of, uh, a lot of bands that have done cool things to create their own style, like the red hot chili peppers, for example, or faith no more to go way back. They just brought musicians together who had completely different styles and everything. And that, that melding is what winds up making a style of its own. So it's been really hard for me to try and say, who do we sound like? I don't, I, there's, we don't really sound like anybody, which is a common cop. I mean, he's like, we don't sound like anybody, man. We do our own thing, but yeah, we have, you know, a guy who's basically a rock gospel guitar player. And we've got John Coriano. John Coriano. We've got a, a soul singer who's singing pop and rock and roll, mm-hmm. but basically Evan's old school, really powerful voice, a soul singer. You've got somebody who grew up in the Detroit metal scene mm-hmm. playing bass. I'm not Nick's and Nick, Nick Libertori, the drummer is everything. Is everything. And also oh, yeah. so interesting because he's what I think of as a stereotypical live drummer. Mm-hmm. He's obviously in the background because that's where the drums go. Yeah. But he's also like super laid back. Doesn't want any attention. Like he likes all He likes all musics. He likes all venues. Doesn't like, like being introduced at a show. That's how in the background he is. <laughs> no, but like you, you guys have to come see uh, us play at Siglerfest because Nick is, it's so um, endearing because we, we have this uh, Ludwig 
Questlove Breakbeats kit. And mm-hmm. it is, I'm a very small human being. I'm 5'2". Mm-hmm. And Nick is at least six feet. Six and, and change, yeah. Oh, yeah. And this kit is like, it's a great kit, but it looks like a kid's kit. Mm-hmm. And Nick... He looks like a giant yeah. behind it, but it's so awesome because you wouldn't <laughs> like it's it's all for his conservation of movement mm-hmm. and it makes so much sense. Mm-hmm. But you you don't expect it, and I think that's a great thing about our music is I, I think people don't expect a lot out of me when they see me, mm-hmm. um, and then I'll just start singing "No Diggity" mm-hmm. and everybody's like, "Holy crap!" Yeah, what is you this? can always see that on their faces. Like, yeah. what? What? Yeah. Tiny white girl has a voice. Has this yeah. giant, giant voice. Yeah, yeah, I see that a lot too. It's really yeah. fun. It's one like of my favorite things. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So yeah. we should actually maybe come back around. You had mentioned that earlier that what if um, yeah. is somewhat personal to me. It always uh, feels like a song about lost love or losing love, mm-hmm. um, or maybe not unrequited, but like. Um, a love that might have been or something. Exactly. But then you said it was personal. So now I feel awkward having said all that and no, just no, catching no. up in my head. So no, tell it, us a little bit about that one. It's, it's exactly like I, like I said earlier that it has a surface level, which is lost love. It, it is that story of being friends with somebody and you've put your heart out on the line and they were like, well, you know, I have other options. There's plenty of fish <laughs> in the sea, you know, <laughs> And you're like, well, great. Now I'm just going to go live my life because I, I offered myself to you. Yeah. And they're going to look back and you'll be the one that got away. But I figured, I kind of um, unintentionally did that. But afterwards, I was looking at the song and it, it's like, yeah, I wrote it from an easy to understand face value perspective. But the song is about, for me... Um, my dream to be a musician. And if I didn't go to pursue that dream, I would look back, you know, 30 years from now and have this just awful regret. Mm -hmm. Um, because this is a, it's a hard industry for sure. Yeah. And you don't want to, it's, it's about living with no regrets. Because you don't want to look back and go like, oh, well, you know, maybe I would have failed, but at least I would have tried. Yeah. It's, uh, there's always more comfort in, in taking a shot at yeah. the title than there is and not stepping in the ring at all. Exactly. So uh, in other words, yellow. And yeah. uh, now we're going to move on to... to what? Do we want to hear? What? Yes, that's where we move okay, on to. Moving on. <laughs> okay. I'm really afraid we're not going to get to hear him because I want everybody that, to hear him. Is that because awesome. I got diarrhea of the mouth and I just keep talking and talking? Is that it? I mostly just wanted people to hear the okay. music because it's great. Fine. Here, fine. 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 Listen to this great song. Here's a great song. It's called What If. Just listen. You slammed it right back in my face Saying you're not ready to stay in one place And to kiss one girl When there's billions in the world So go on, go on, go on I'll be here Watch 
And that was What If, and that is the five-song EP Intersections from Evan Diamond on the, in the library, on which I played the bass, so there. Oh, okay. No. So there. Yeah. So there. Yeah. Wow. So you guys, as it were, half a band. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. um, tell me what your thoughts are on playing. I, I know we talked a little bit around this, but uh, what are some of your excitement or thoughts or logistics or whatever about playing Sigler Fest? What do you think that's going to be like as a band? Uh, it's going to be awesome. Yeah, it's gonna be awesome. We're 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 bringing Evan and the guys. I'm one of the guys. I'm going anyway, so I'll say Evan and the guys. Bring them out to Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of fucking fancy to tell you the truth. That, yeah. You know, if I can separate myself from the person who's part of the the overall event and the band, we're a band from San Diego that's getting brought out to Las Vegas yeah. for a private show. Yeah. With over a hundred crazy fans uh, who are going to be blown away. Mm-hmm. And it's just sweet. We get to drive a van to Vegas and play a rock show. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking like circa National Lampoon's Vacation. Yeah. <laughs> um, I hope I win a car that I can't drive. Um, no, I'm well. I've never been to Secret Fest, so I am super duper excited for cool. that. And I can't wait to meet everybody. I'm gonna go find one of those Fat Tuesdays that I'll hang around my neck and will hit me in the knees because I'm so short. Hey. I did that for my 21st, <laughs> and I'm just excited to rock out with everyone. Yeah, it's, it's gonna, gonna be great. Too. I won't. Uh, I'll say this on on mic, but then we'll t- maybe talk about it off mic. Maybe we should think about sort of Sigler Fest, Sigler Fest specific uh, library merch or swag or something. Oh, do a t-shirt. That yeah. Would be yeah. Orange and black, but well, it's got, it's gotta be orange and black. It's oh, yeah. orange. Just yeah. this way we'll, things go. We'll think about it. Okay. Uh, okay. So any of you junkies out there, if there was something keeping you on the fence from coming to Sigler Fest this year, I will tell you guys orange and black Evan Diamond swag. But also yes. Evan Diamond in the library playing is going to be so much. Now I will say you may have seen at various cons, your favorite authors playing ukulele or instruments such as the harmonica. Oh yeah. What is the uh, name of that author uh, band? <laughs> oh, uh, the rock bottom remainders. They're rock. Bottom. They were a rock band. I don't think they're around anymore, right. but this is not, this is not a filk show. This no, is not, not, I'm not going to sit there with an acoustic guitar and tell you my, my pensive poems. We're well, going to the fuck out. Poems about. I was gonna give you a. I was gonna give you a little Taylor acoustic bass. Yeah. It's gonna like a nice little short scale. (laughs) And somebody gets to come up and dab the tears from my eyes because I'm so emotional. (laughs) (laughs) It's gonna gonna be straight. I want to see goat horns thrown in the audience. I want to. We're gonna have a good time. Bras on stage. Bras on stage. Bras into the crowd. I'm gonna bring extra ones to throw into the. I will too. I will too. (laughs) They will be dollar store. I'll be like David Lee Roth instead of wrapping bandanas around my thigh. When I wear my assless chaps, I'll just tie bras there and I can throw them. Oh my God, please. When you said David Lee Roth, I thought to say, please don't wear spandex pants. But you know what? Assless chaps. Way better than assless chaps. He said, so so earlier, Scott said pink, neon pink spandex and assless chaps. So now... I don't, I don't, which one are we going to go for? We're not going for any, your parents are going to be there. You know what? They've known I wanted to be a rock star my whole life. This is my shot. Senior took us. This is my one, they have, (laughs) this is my one shot. I don't, I don't necessarily want everyone else to have to see your took us though. Well, you know what? It's okay. It it is Vegas. There will be took us all about. Yes. Yeah. Oh, well, all right. Okay. Let's move on. Yes. Uh, Evan, thank you so much for coming in and being on Story Smack. Thank you for having me. This has been awesome. Good. Yeah. Good. And uh, I do have one other thing for this episode. Thank right. you guys so much for, for sitting down to talk to me about the music. This is the first time we've had a, a is this the first, first guest on Story Smack, I think? No, we've had live guests on Story Smack. First live musician. Yeah. 
certainly the first live musician. So yeah. we, than you. Yeah. Well, <laughs> good, well, good today point. was the day good that point. you were a bass player. Every other yes. day you've been yes. megalomaniacal. That's correct. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but we'd have one more surprise. We have two copies of the EP that are going to be signed definitely by Evan, definitely by Scott, hopefully by the whole band. And we can send them to you anywhere in the world. Here is how you can register to win. So to speak, you can go to uh, facebook.com slash Evan Diamond Music. One word, Evan Diamond Music. One word, Evan Diamond Music at Facebook. Uh, join there and leave a comment. We'll post the the Story Smack episode there or we'll post a, a link to it. Mm-hmm. And uh, you guys in the comments, I need you to tell me something personal about you that follows the uh, song titles on the EP. So you can tell me about a bad guy in your life, mm-hmm. an intersection in your life. Mm-hmm. You can tell me why I'm yours. Uh, you can tell me why you want me to stay. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, you can just tell me what if, yes. and I'll take all of those, all of those entries, um, make a little drawing and you guys at your next live show can draw two winners. Step one, go to facebook.com slash Evan Diamond Music. Step two, like the page. Step three, put in a comment related to one of the titles. Yes. Heck yeah. yeah. And if you have any other questions, you can always reach out to info at emptyset.com to learn more about Evan Music, <laughs> Evan Diamond Music, to learn more about the library or to learn more about Sigler Fest. Okay. So I think we are finished then. Mm-hmm. I hope you guys have enjoyed episode 37 of Story Smack. You can find Scott and I online. Scott is at, at Scott Sigler on Twitter and Instagram. And his Facebook page is facebook.com slash Scott Sigler. Evan Diamond is online where? I am online on Instagram and SoundCloud at Evan Diamond Music and Facebook, Evan Diamond Music. Mm-hmm. And even also, YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. Slash Evan Diamond Music. Mm-hmm. You're right. You're right. And Twitter is E Diamond Gold, but I try to stay off Twitter because it's you should. Dramatic. It's horrible. It's horrible. And, and you can also find your music on Spotify for sure. Yes, yeah, Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes, wherever you can go to EvanDiamondMusic.com/music, mm-hmm. and there is links to all the music right there. There you go. Thank you. Well, I am at a real girl on Twitter and at a dot real dot girl on Instagram. You can find Story Smack online at facebook.com slash Story Smack, and we would love to see your comments over there. You can always find us on iTunes. Search for Scott Sigler Audiobooks and subscribe. You'll get a free unabridged audiobook episode every Sunday. We hope you subscribe to Scott Sigler Audiobooks so you can hear more Story Smack's goodness in the future. And until the next episode, we will talk to you all real, real soon. Every five minutes, a transplant candidate dies while waiting for a compatible heart, liver, or kidney. Imagine a technology that could provide those life-saving transplant organs for a high price, and imagine what a company would do to monopolize that technology. On a remote island in Lake Superior, a team of geneticists unlocks this holy grail of medicine by reverse engineering the genomes of all mammals, creating an animal with organs perfectly suitable for human transplantation. They envisioned a docile herd animal, but one team member had another, darker vision. This ancestor is anything but docile. The team's work spawns something big, something evil, something very, very hungry. Ancestor is a complete serialized fiction podcast by number one New York Times bestselling novelist Scott Sigler with all episodes available. Binge the entire story now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts.